the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. All right, so Trump will be indicted. I was uh, on my way to the Ohio, uh, the Teen Challenge Ohio uh, banquet last night. Didn't know about it until I got home, checked my news feed, and saw that the uh, conservative world was blowing up with news of Donald Trump's indictment. Uh, I value Brett Baer's perspective. I have no idea what Brett Baer's politics are. I hope he's a conservative. I'll be bitterly disappointed if I find out he isn't. But, I mean, how many years did uh, Shepard Smith host uh, the afternoon news on Fox? And then, you know, as you found out more about Shepard Smith, you realized, mm, yeah, he's he's acting as a conservative. He's not really a conservative. Carl Cameron, and I'm not doing this to disparage Brett Baer. I'm just saying you never know. But at Fox, they endeavor to... With their news, not with their commentators, certainly, not with Tucker, not with Hannity, not with Laura Ingram and others. But at Fox, at least they endeavor to keep their news, as they say, fair and balanced. So here's Brett Baer's overview of the indictment of Donald Trump and his likely defense strategy. What will it be? when he is indicted on Tuesday. It divides the country even further. Uh, Listen, this indictment, no matter what you think about former President Trump, is going to come under scrutiny. We don't know everything that's inside it. It's being reported that there are some 34 individual counts uh, that deal with not only the payment uh, to Stormy Daniels, but also Karen McDougal, the Playboy model. But we don't have the specifics, only reporting of that based on sources. Uh, What we can say is that uh, the former president has been making calls calls to Capitol Hill to rally his allies, saying he's going to fight this very vigorously. Uh, He has basically, his attorneys have said they're going to fight this on two fronts. One is uh, that it's a political effort and by a DA who has talked about going after the former president before. Uh, Also, it is based on a lawyer, his former fixer, Michael Cohen, who has lied under oath, was a convicted felon, and uh, was disbarred. Uh, They also will say that this payment was not campaign funds, and uh, it was done, in their words, to deal with a false accusation, and he would have made it if he wasn't running for president. Those Mm -hmm. are the defense lines that they're going to go down the road, Uh, but we haven't seen everything that's inside it, so we have to kind of put the caveat there until we actually see the indictment itself. Yeah, and that'll happen on Tuesday. It'll be unsealed when it uh, is read to Donald Trump and to his attorneys. Uh, It should be noted that uh, um, Alvin Bragg has gone through all kinds of uh, machinations to craft this into (laughs) a case that he could get an indictment for. But as has been said often, you can get an indictment against a ham sandwich. Uh, His ham-handed antics may be able to get him his headline for indicting Donald Trump. It is a long way, a long way from ever going to trial. A judge may throw it out. Here's Andy McCarthy uh, from The Federalist talking about what Alvin Bragg has to prove with this case. You have to prove that Donald Trump 
when he falsified business records, which is the misdemeanor accusation that you're talking about, was trying to conceal another crime. And here we have this very problematic situation where we're told that the other crime is a federal campaign finance violation. And I think there are numerous problems with that legally and as far as uh, proof is concerned. Uh, legally, uh, when the New York State statute talks about another crime, it clearly means another New York crime. Uh, Alvin Bragg does not have jurisdiction to enforce the federal campaign finance laws. I don't think that what Trump did here, no matter what you think of it, actually constitutes a violation of the campaign finance laws. But even if I'm wrong about that, the other problem Bragg has is he would have to prove that Trump knew that he had committed a campaign finance violation and that he falsified his business records knowing that in order to try to conceal it. I don't see how he gets there. Then again, Andy McCarthy's looking at it from an objective legal perspective. He's not a stupid New York partisan in an area of NYC that voted like 90% for Joe Biden. Uh, it is interesting that Alvin Bragg has, since becoming the prosecutor, the DA in Manhattan, has um, reduced 52% of felonies to misdemeanors. And in this case is mustering all his collective energy, having done that, to, I guess in his warped mind, try to make it right the other direction by magnifying this misdemeanor into a felony. Nice try, Al. Uh, we will see how he makes the case that this is, A, not past the statute of limitations, B, how he has jurisdiction over federal election law, which is clearly not superseded by state election law. Uh, it's a There's a bunch of hurdles here, but they don't really care about the hurdle. I don't think they really care about proving the case. I think they care about the mugshot. They care about the fingerprints. They care about the perp walk. They care about branding Trump as an indicted felon. Again, all 30-plus counts or 20-plus counts, all of them are felony counts. Alan Rogers, I'm sure you uh, have great legal expertise, <laughs> as I do, uh, on I, this matter. I'm not a lawyer, but I play one on TV. So. Now, I, just listening to you talk and all the, all the commentary, it's like this is— both the long game, which the left is really good at, yeah, they're excellent and, at and they're playing chess when we're playing checkers or tic-tac-toe because you can't win that one, um, and the short game. And so they'll say he, he's an indicted, twice impeached. Sure. You know, yeah, that'll be the everything. narrative, of course. And, and there are enough – say this, and I'm going to get fired for this. There are enough stupid people out there that are, all they care about is what looks like right now. We live in that society where yeah. it's the instant gratification, and there are enough people who hate him just don't like him. Oh, look at his orange man walking, you know, whatever. I just, it just frosts my cookies that we can't be, we can't be where we were when you and I were growing up. Yeah, no, be, you're right. to be the old man, get off my lawn. No, 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 no. No, here's the thing, though. There are um, many people out there who have a very surface understanding of things. And as you and I traffic in this kind of stuff every day, we have a very deep understanding of it. So there will be a subset of Americans and my parents no longer with us, but I could have seen my parents falling prey to this, is the logic, well, how can you vote for a guy who's been twice impeached and is under federal indictment? And that will resonate with some people. You can say, well, won't it resonate with very many? Well, it will resonate with more than zero. Well, half the country voted for yeah. against him, right? If you so believe that number. It's, it's 
It's a very useful tool for Democrats. And I believe Democrats really do want to elevate Trump because they realize he's the only chance they have of getting Joe Biden elected back into the Oval Office. So we'll see if it gets thrown out by a judge. Democrats will, you know, no doubt impugn the judge. I can't imagine a liberal judge throwing it out. You used to be able to count on people looking at the facts of a case and adjudicating a matter on the legal merits of the matter. Do you think that's the case anymore? I don't think that's the case anymore. Do you want to hang your hat on that? I certainly don't. So it won't surprise me one bit if this goes forward, and it won't surprise me really one bit if they continue this and strategically continue this all the way until Trump has the nomination and is running for president. Here's Andy McCarthy on the length of time that this case could take. The motion practice here that that you're going to have is going to be immense. And we're talking about a congested New York criminal court system where things don't get to trial very fast, even in the ordinary course. There's nothing ordinary about this. So this could take a very long time. Uh, there's going to be a lot of motions, just just the, the whole business of whether Bragg actually has jurisdiction uh, to, you know, abracadabra put a federal charge in this and suddenly turn it into a five-year statute of limitations. That's going to be a big issue. I think another thing that, that uh, uh, we haven't focused too much on is they're, they're saying there's 34 charges here. Mm-hmm. Now, this doesn't apply to New York, but in the Justice Department— We have guidance that tells prosecutors to limit the number of charges to the things that are really serious, because what you're always worried about for due process purposes is the prosecutor tries to kind of bowl over the jury with quantity when the case doesn't have quality. Now, you will hear a lot of Democrats say that Donald Trump is... Uh, sure, he's he's guilty of this, and you might not think it's a big deal, but remember, remember, they got Al Capone for tax evasion, so this is like that. Well, here's Michael Cohen making that very case on, of all places, of course, CNN. This notion of, oh, this is a weaker case than the January 6th, I acknowledge that. I always call this the Capone theory, the Al Capone theory. They couldn't get him on murder, extortion, racketeering, bootlegging, etc. They got him on tax evasion. If that crime, Don, was enough for me to be charged fined, convicted, and sent to prison. Why am I any different than Donald Trump? Because, moron, Al Capone actually did commit tax evasion. You can't prove that Donald Trump did what you're accusing him of doing here because you can't get inside his head. You want more on Trump? Or shall I switch to uh, the guy who is most assuredly going to be running against Trump in 2024, Joe Biden? Uh, Joe Biden, Mr. Empathy, uh, has declared today the Transgender Day of Visibility uh, because Joe Biden says that uh, transgender people, and I quote, shape our nation's soul. Uh, That's a no, not even close particularly in a week where a woman under the delusion, she is a man, under the mental delusion, who is being treated for a mental disorder, went into a Nashville Christian school and purposely targeted that school where she used to attend and killed, murdered three adults and three children, uh, none of whom she had any individual beef with, as far as we know, except that 
They are Christian, and she is, of course, living at odds with God's plan for her life because she is under the delusion that she's a man when she is a woman. Here's the full statement from uh, Oatmeal Brain Joe Biden. Transgender Americans shape our nation's soul. Proudly serving in the military, which is disgusting and stupid. Curing deadly diseases. No proof at all of that. Holding elected office, very unfortunately. Running thriving businesses. Fighting for justice. Was that what she was doing, Joe? Going in there murdering Christians, fighting for justice? Raising families and much more. Yes, much more. Murdering innocent children and adults. She, that's, the, that's under the much more heading. Today, the divider-in-chief continued, too many transgender Americans are still denied rights and freedoms. Like what? What rights and freedoms are they denied? As minors, are they in some states in the union denied the right to mutilate their bodies, sparing themselves from the same kind of regret that Chloe Cole and Jazz Jennings and others who've undertaken that procedure uh, did before they were not allowed to do it by a rising tide against this satanic evil? A wave, Biden wrote, of discriminatory state laws is targeting transgender youth, terrifying families. Again, a woman under the mental delusion she was a man took three weapons into a Christian school and unleashed unspeakable evil on the Covenant School community in Nashville and the Christian school community beyond that. All of us who send our kids to a Christian school now live with the very real possibility that speaking truth about the evil of the transgender movement makes our children and their school a target of people who we already know are suffering from a mental illness Otherwise, they would not be under the delusion that they are not the sex they were born. And he talks about how transgender youth and their families are terrified. Come talk to me and my wife and other people who send their kids to a Christian school, you idiot, about what true terror is like. Not knowing if you send your kids to school and drop them off at 8 in the morning if you'll be able to see them again that night. That is true terror, you utter moron. Hurting kids who are not hurting anyone. An epidemic of violence against transgender women and girls, in particular women and girls of color. That is a lie. It is a utter lie. I did some research, which of course the president and his partisan hack administration never does research. The latest numbers from 2022 you know how many transgender women? Well, I, I mean, I, I can't do the verbal machinations. They own the language, I'm sure. Whatever, however I say it, will be wrong. Uh, do you know how many trans? How many people would fall under Biden's umbrella of women and girls of color who were murdered because they were transgender? On FBI crime statistics. Do you know how many? The epidemic of violence from 2013 to 2020? FBI numbers. How many? 11. 11. 
Now, the presumption is they're murdered by what? Rednecks in the South who see them walking down the street with their purple hair and a bone in their nose and realize that they're, oh, they're some freak. Let's go take them out in the woods and kill them. Uh, Do you know who kills more transgender people than anyone? Other transgender people. They're jilted partners. They're jilted partners. We have 100,000 people die of fentanyl poisoning in this country every year. We have police officers by the dozens murdered in the line of duty every year. We have about 18,000 people who are murdered in the United States every year, and we lost a million people to COVID, and he's magnifying 11 deaths, according to the FBI, from 2013 to 2020 into a, an epidemic of violence. The only epidemic, Joe Biden, is an epidemic of stupidity that you and all the partisans around you suffer from. He makes it, the way he's phrased that, makes it sound like they died because That's what trans. he wants you to think. Right. But you look at the statistics for just a husband and wife or man and you know boy and girl get divorced and some or whatever and the other one kills one and yeah domestic uh, violence dom- there you go <laughs> domestic violence that's what this is it's vastly not because... yeah but they vastly outnumber domestic violence victims true domestic violence yeah. victims vastly outnumber violence against transgender people but of course this is sanctioned from not only biden's office but from his robotic Liar-in-chief Corinne Jean-Pierre, who exceeds her boss's lack of sensitivity to the shootings in Nashville by saying this, having the nerve, having the gall, having the temerity to say this yesterday. And one of the things that we saw during the midterm elections is that people don't want their freedoms to be taken. They want us to fight for their freedoms. And so it is shameful. It is disturbing. And uh, our hearts go out to uh, those the trans community as they are under attack right now. They are not under attack right now. (laughs) Uh, This is just... And here's here's the thing. This kind of lying from the highest level tempts people who have had it up to here and beyond with this kind of lying to not be careful and... Uh, targeted in their objection and the way they phrase their objection to the transgender ideology. It's the ideology. It's the recruiting of kids into this mindset. It's not the kids who are gripped in it. We would all feel sorry for someone who is enslaved in human trafficking, someone who is enslaved by addiction. But the, the heinous evil of the transgender ideology is so reprehensible to us that we have to be very, very careful and very, very precise that we speak about the ideology and the recruitment to it, not the kids trapped in it. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.